Welcome to Reality Check Podcast. Charles Jackson Jr. What's up, Jay? Nothing much, my friend. Just uh, another, what, long week of work. It's the same old, same old. It's like a broken record every week. Yeah. You gonna get your yard work done this week? Oh, yeah, I definitely yeah. <laughs> I, I, stay on time. I waited too long and, um, you know, I, I couldn't mulch it. Like, I, there was too much excess grass left over. So, yeah, see, I, whenever that happens, I'm mad. If, if I don't get it cut in six or seven days, then it, it's extra work. Yeah, no, of course it's extra work. You know what I'm saying, man? I just, you know... I don't got much for long, so I don't got to worry about all that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's just been a crazy week. I know, you know, every week it's like, a, at least on mine, it feels like a broken record. But, uh, you know, I always say busy's good. Uh, I'd rather be re-busy than not be busy, you know? So Yeah, no, that makes sense, man. Because that idle time is, is usually one... <laughs> You know, you just, you don't, you ain't doing nothing productive in that idle time. For sure, for sure. You know, especially with the, the technology. Usually, if I got idle time, I'm, I'm on my phone, just scrolling yeah, you, and you'd looking You'd be surprised. Through, you know, how, just, how much time goes by by, like, scrolling on your phone? You look up, and I mean, a half an hour, I just did absolutely nothing. Just yeah. staring at my phone and yeah. it just gone like that. But, uh, you know, I'm just excited again. We got another guest on the on the show. Yeah, we, we got this? a we got a guest on on the show today. This yeah. is a, a friend of mine that we go back, man. We go back years and years. Um, good friend of mine, man, and he basically he has a lot of experience with being on both sides of the fence. And um, when I seen him and and and, and we had a conversation, you know, I invited him to come on the show because he has a lot of insight sure. that could be valuable to somebody out there listening. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bring him on and um, you know, just kind of have a conversation with him. So yeah. um, I'm gonna let him introduce himself and uh, you know, we're we're gonna have a conversation about um, you know, what it's like to be free and what it's like to be locked up. So. Um, this is uh, my man's Chris. Uh, you know, we call him Sabor. Um, go ahead, Sabor. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, what's going on? Uh, name is Sabor. You know, government. Chris Diaz Cruz. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in Reading, Pennsylvania. Love my city. Yeah. You know. No. It definitely feels good to be home. <laughs> I bet, man. It definitely I bet. feels good to be home. Now, when when did you get out? Uh, January 11th for this year. Okay. Wow. So that's, that's fresh that's out. Four, 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 four months ago, basically. Four, four, five, we're going to be going yeah. on five months. So, yeah. Five months, yeah. So, congratulations on being five months out, man. Thank you. Yeah. I know uh, when we got started, right before we got started, we talked about, you know, I asked how, how, how life has been out outside of prison, anything. Um, and we talked about your grandkids and yeah, how, how yeah. the differences was. They the light yeah. of my life right now, you yeah. know. Oh man, it's been uh, it's been, I guess, a heck of a ride if you want to call it that. But needless yeah. to say, I know we talked a little bit about some stuff before I got on air. I'm just excited, to really get into the conversation. Yeah. Uh, some of the insight you guys were sharing beforehand it just opened my perspective on a whole, you know, just yeah, just yeah. broadened my 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 eyes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah. I'll let you, Charles, take it away. You know, get get conversation started. You know what I mean? Okay, well, I think I want to start, and, and I try to keep this as organic as possible without, like, you know, making it scripted or right. anything, but I think I want to start, uh, Sabor, with um, 
Your first bid. Your first bid um, mm -hmm. was what? In, in what year? In, uh, fell in 89. In 1989. 1989, yeah, oh. I was a young boy. And what was that, a 7.5 to 15? Yeah, I did 7.5 years, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Now, do you remember what your, your, your state institutional number was? Uh, my state number, yeah. It yeah. was, uh, I had a BL5902 okay, number. Okay, BL5902. Okay, and yeah. I just want to touch on that real quick. Mm -hmm. um, I fell, or people out there who don't understand when, when you say I fell. Yeah. I was incarcerated in um, September of 1996, and my number was DJ0174. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when I got to prison, there were D's running around, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the letter D, DA, DB, DC. Yeah. There were C's. C's. And there B's. were B's, which you yeah. were a B. Exactly. What was it, BL? BL okay. And then there were A numbers. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. that's all you saw in yeah. the, in the prison. Exactly. Uh, when I when I got locked up in uh, 2011. Okay. Now, and and the reason I want to touch on that now is because when I came to prison, it was 19. When I got upstate, it was 1997. So mm -hmm. they had went through three alphabets. They went through all the A's, all the B's, yeah. all the C's, and they were on the D's when I got there. Yeah. Now, um, I don't know what letters they're on right now, but in my stay, I did 15 years, yeah. I seen the alphabet flip. They mm -hmm. went through the, the D's, mm -hmm. they went through the E's, they mm -hmm. went through the F's, mm -hmm. they went through the J's. I think they were on the I's by the time I got out. So in... 15 years I think I'm not I'm not positive but I think the alphabet flipped five times mm -hmm. okay and that just shows you the rate of which people are being incarcerated exactly. now yeah. like it's you know it, before it took from I don't know when the first uh the A numbers were given out I can't I can't say that well um when it when this is how it was back in the day back in the day they just had the number. Oh, there was no and letter. Then, uh, in the mid '80s to late '80s, they added the A in front of in front of uh, the letter that they had. I mean, you know, say like they had a B. Right. They had a B number. Okay. That's you know all all the early all the early numbers. Then they put an A with that, like it'd be A B, A C. Right. And then. You know, once the number flipped to the B's, it went B A B, right, you know, right. so on, so on. But I, I mean, my point though is that like it was only three alphabets all yeah, the way yeah. up to 1997. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like there was five. They went through five whole alphabets by the time I got out by of prison. Yeah. And that was just a 15 year run. So yeah. I'm thinking the first A number until 1996. Um, I'm thinking that might have been 30 years, 35, 40 years, maybe yeah. even longer. Yeah. But the rate that people are being incarcerated now, this mass incarceration, it's, it's, it, it, you know, crazy. it's a business. Like yeah, we, we, exactly. you know, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna forget that. Like, yeah. You know, it, it, like, you know, um, these prisons are privately owned. Um, they're on, they're on the stock market. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, but it, it was just amazing to me that you were a B when I got there. Yeah. And uh, by the time I left, you know, I seen I, uh, I, I, A, I, B, yeah. I, you know, it was just like, yeah, wow, yeah. man. 
Yeah. Um, I believe when I left, uh, they was on uh, N. Wow. Yeah, they was almost done with the letter N. Wow. So they going on, they going on to the whole new letter. Wow. Yeah. It's and they they uh, when the COVID when the COVID thing kicked in, you know they had put a, a hold on sending people that was sentenced mm -hmm. to state time upstate because they didn't want the the COVID. Yeah. Because the, the, they couldn't the, the spread because you know we in, we in a closed closed environment. environment yeah. And it's they, going to they couldn't like socially distance. They couldn't socially distance. Exactly. Exactly. And what they was trying to do was filter. Yeah. Filter the prisons. Yeah. Like they would take people from where we was at SCI Rockview and trans and transfer them to a, another prison mm -hmm. and send people from another prison to 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 Rockview. But yeah. it, it didn't make no sense how yeah. they was, it didn't make no sense how they was doing it. Like and well, I mean, they eventually start cutting people loose because oh, you yeah, know, the yeah, heat they, the heat, they, yeah, the heat they, was on them and yeah, they did that. They what did we that. what we they found out was there was a lot of people in prison who shouldn't have been in prison because I mean, if you can let them go for COVID, like they start letting yeah. non-violent non offenders, they start letting exactly. the elderly, yeah. like so you know it, it yeah. starts showing that they didn't need to have all yeah. these people so, incarcerated. And that was good they did that yeah. for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So let me let me just jump in here. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, you were incarcerated during the whole COVID period? Yes. So tell me a little bit about how COVID was in prison. Obviously, all of us on the outside knew how it was on the outside, but yeah. you only hear stories, you hear news articles, you hear whatever. Yeah. But how was it firsthand experiencing COVID behind bars? I'm not going to hold you, right? Like, um, you know, I'm, legal, I'm legally blind and... I love current events. I love listening to the news. Mm -hmm. I, I love knowing, knowing what's going on around me and in the, in the world. Right. So when it was being talked about on my station, I listened to CNN. Mm -hmm. When I was when I was listening to uh, CNN, you know, I'm hearing about this this um, COVID thing that's that's out. So I'm like, wow. It's scaring me. I'm, I'm more worried about my family. I'm incarcerated. I'm more worried about my family. My family getting COVID. My family, you know, getting sick and, and dying, whatever, because that was going on. And, and, and I'm listening to the numbers yeah. every day. Yeah. And this many people. This yeah. Many people, this you know what? People being hospitalized. People dying from, like. Not to, not to cut you mm -hmm. off, but I wrote the number down of deaths when this first started. And it was in the hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Within yeah. Look, a couple weeks, yeah. like it jumped. That's to, what to got like, me. Like, like what, the number went into the thousands. I was just getting ready to get into. I was just getting ready to and get into. And I kept looking back at that paper of when they first reported, and it was like the number was in the hundred. Before you know, it was over a hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. In a short period of time, exactly. it, was, it was scary, man. Exactly. It had people like. Um, I mean, it, it just, it, it had the, the, the world definitely in, in like a, a panic. Yeah. It had the world in, in a panic state. Yeah. But um, what, so, what, what I wanted, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I just picked it because you guys are talking about the deaths, right? So I, I just Google quick, mm -hmm. you know, how many COVID deaths were in the United States north of 1 million deaths in the past two and a half years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like 1 million people, man. Yeah. You know, it, it, they it hit was. That, um, uh, I think that hit last week. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That hit last week, the million mark. Wow, it's incredible yeah. when you really look at I'm it. I'm still following it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still following it. 
So I know when I came to Rockview and we met, we're from the same city, but we didn't yeah. know each other out here on the street. Yeah. We met in prison. Yeah. But I, I remember um, just how, you know, just the things we would do, we would go to the yard, you know, there was activities. Yeah. And, and I, I, I understood that that made doing the time a little easier. Yeah. You know, the fact that you could you could get involved in different things. And, you know, me and you had a conversation off the air and uh, I think you were telling me how it was harder to do your bid because you lost your vision and yeah. you couldn't you know, you couldn't play peanut. Yeah, you couldn't, yeah, couldn't, you couldn't play chess. I used to be able you know? to do. Yeah, yeah. So, so it was like, um, I think you pretty much said like you got you train, you train your mind to uh, be able to get a lot of rest. Remember, remember what I told you that? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. I don't forget nothing. Yeah, and, and and that's 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 facts right there. Yeah. So yeah, you did a lot of sleeping. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. and and you and what you do? You did 13 years this last bit, right? Straight, yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, yeah. So out of that 13 years, were you legally blind the whole 13? Uh, I was legally. They they labeled me as legally blind um, in 2011. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it started September 27th, 2009. Okay. Yeah. Any any specific reason on why why or how it started? My diabetes. Diabetes. Now um I lost my right eyeball and I was a pedestrian on the street. I hit, lost my right eyeball, and my diabetes took the vision in my only remaining eye, my left eye. Mm -hmm. And once I lost my right eye, I never thought in a million years would I lose the, other the vision in my other only remaining eye. You know? Yeah. And. I start. I ain't gonna hold you. My blood pressure, all that was out of whack. I was, I was in panic mode, like, yeah, you know, yeah. And I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. And it started happening, you know. So at at that time, I was still in Berks County Prison, mm. and this was four months into the thirteen years I just got done doing. This is four months into that that time, mm -hmm. and I'm like, damn. I said, man. I'm getting ready to go in and do all this time again, and I'm going blind. Damn. Yeah, so there was a lot of stress there. I had to get put on um, blood pressure medication because my blood pressure was out of stressing. Yeah. You know, I'm, I was a street guy at that time, so I know the time, I could do the time. It's, the time wasn't the problem, you know? Mm -hmm. I know I could do that, but I said, damn, this is a whole new situation for me. Yeah. You know, me me going in and being with, blind. with my vision, then me starting to go blind in my only remaining eye. Let me ask you this here: Do you think you do you think that humbled you? Oh, ain't no question. Yeah, ain't no question. Yeah, um, it definitely, it definitely, and it definitely humbled me. Change it changed. It did changed. it change your thinking? Yeah, okay. it did. It did. Yeah. You almost have to because, though, right? Yeah, because um, I was a violent person. You know what I'm saying, and my name ring it rang it rang bells out there on the street, and and the way I was, most likely if I still would have had my vision in my only uh, my only eye, like ain't no telling what I'd be doing. Mm. Ain't no telling. Mm -hmm. It's real. It's real. That's real talk right what, there. Would you say, in a in a weird 
way is a blessing in disguise? Ain't no question. It's definitely that because I believe, I believe my Lord did that. He took my vision for a reason. Mm. To sit me down and, and, humble. and, and humble me humble. and, and, and keep me off them streets. Yeah. I got fired, like I told, like me and the conversation, me and you was having, mm -hmm. Jay. Like I told you, you know, I went in with four four children, three daughters and a son. And now, you know, while I was in prison, I got five grandkids now. It's about them. Yeah. You know? And they they love they love they pop pop. And I love I love being in their presence. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I wanna do. I just wanna be there for them. Right. The rest of my days I got, I don't know how many days I got left on this earth, but hopefully it's a lot of time to spend with them. Right. You know, and uh it's all about them. You know. Well, part of what I do is um, I try to empower and, and I, I try to paint a picture to stop people from going down the road that yeah. I went down, that you went down. Yeah, and I talk, I talk, I talk to my own, I talk to my, my younger nephews about that. Yeah. So, so, so the question I have for you though is, it took your vision to be gone to humble you. Yeah. There's people out in the street yeah. and who are in prison who have that same mentality. Yeah. That they just they don't get it. Yeah. You know, they they nothing will calm them down <clears throat> yeah. unless it's it's some, either death some, dra some drastic. drastic yeah. Right. Yeah. So what what my question to you becomes is now that you seen um the time that you lost throughout your life. Mm -hmm. Now, you said you have sons? I got one, yeah, I got a son. Okay, okay. Three so daughters. I want you to think of this question as like you're answering this question for your son. If your son had the same mentality that you that you had, mm -hmm. and, and I love saying that you had, mm -hmm. you know, because we're, we're all grown up now. Exactly. Man. We got gray all in our beards, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, um, what is it that we could say to them to stop them and prevent them from going down the road we went down? What, 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 what do we have to do? What, what, what's your, what's your opinion? What's your, 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 your thought process, your thought process yeah. of like, what, what does it take to stop, you know, I mean, you listen to the news, you see the homicides that, yeah. that are going on in Philly, they're going yeah. on here. Um, you know, we just had that 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 shooting in, in Texas, Texas at the yeah. school. So yeah. what is it that we tell the youth um, to, to try and change the direction of their lives? Well, and it might not just be one thing, yeah, but I'm interested to hear mm -hmm. what do you think a person could have said to you yeah, when right. you were in your state of mind of like, you know, violent, you know, let's have it. What could Let's a person? After, yeah. What could a person had said to you, or what could a person had done to, to get change me, to get me off the street mentality that I was? Right, right. Yes. What if, what would someone have to tell you to be, flip that switch in your mind and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going down the wrong, wrong, wrong road? Or what would have been the thing that that it's crazy. It moment? You I, know? I, it's crazy because I had a lot of good people that talked to me when I was younger in my lifetime, but. I wasn't, I wasn't how these young boys is like right now, like how they just think these guns are toys, like, mm -hmm. 
you know, when when I carried when I carried my gun and all that, I carry actually carried that for protection, and I wouldn't pull it out because I know it's not a tool, and I know if it comes out, what's going to what it's going to be. But these kids these days, like they just it's, it's no care in the world, like. And and I was telling I was telling talking to a lot of young young guys in prison, like. Like what is it? And, and and a lot of it comes from what they doing with these 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 drugs. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was never I was never on that, you know. That I was type never of time. I, yeah, I was never on that type of time. And and I know them things ain't no ain't ain't, ain't no toy, them guns. Right, right. And in my way of thinking, it was like this, like it's either, you got three choices. It's either you walk that straight line, you don't get involved in no criminal activity, you do what you gotta do, go to work, go home, or be on the streets. The streets is gonna lead to jail. The third one, or die out there on the streets. And, and I had the attitude like, wasn't a, a nine to five wasn't cutting it for me because mm. of my, because of my jacket, you know. Back then, before this COVID, like they hired convicted felons, crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm legally mm-hmm. blind, so I can't, you know, I can't work or nothing. But um, a, a lot of a lot of my young boys that came home from prison working at Cartel. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's unheard of. Yeah, no, it's different right now. Yeah, and we talked about. Yeah. we talked about that the last show we did. How yeah. employers are giving out more chances yeah. right now. And, and that, that's that's. Positive. I didn't have them. I didn't have that when. when right, right. No, when, I get it. I yeah, get and, it. And these young boys, they 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 got an opportunity to make more good money than we ever was able to make. Yeah. At a nine to five. Yeah. You think what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 it's it's like. Wow. My son, I talked to my son and, and I said, look, Junior, I said, look, what I was into, I said, man, I don't want that for you, man. Yeah. I don't want that for you. Yeah. I said, you know, there's nothing wrong with working. Yeah. And I let him know, I said, there's nothing wrong with work. I said, I just, you know, I said, when I was growing up, I said, these jobs, they, they letting uh, people get now, I said, I ain't have a chance because I, I was a convicted felon at a young age. I so, see. so what what I'm seeing is they don't really care about these jobs. Like they don't like the the, the people who are in the streets, who are you know doing most of the shootings and 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 you it's know more for lifestyle. Yeah, I, I feel like yeah, I most of them don't they don't it. they don't care about no job. I feel like they don't care about nothing. Yeah, they, and they, they, that's that's what I, and, it, it, they don't. And what I'm trying to figure out is. How do we reach them? Like, I mean, you know, we can't give up. No, we can't. We can't, can't give up can't and just say, you know what, man? We, I mean, you, we could put the help out there, but I, I really, I'm a strong believer of it has to be consistent and it has to come from multiple Right. Yeah. Groups, yeah. Yeah. like it yeah. just can't exactly. be me. Like I can't, I yeah. can't. One or two, three people. I, yeah, no, no that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. and, and and what that calls for is that administrators, 
people in position to give felons who turn their lives around a chance. A chance. Yeah, a that's, chance that's, that's, that's to be chance. vocal. Yeah. To be vocal yeah. in the youth um in their lives and in, in the directions of their lives. It has to be more of that going on. And right now I'm not really seeing that. Um I, I'm seeing more of they're trying to fix this the way um you might fix a a, a problem with, with maybe a kid at home. Like they're like to me I feel like they don't really understand it. Yeah. They don't they don't really understand the problem and they don't see that it's gonna take people who've been on both sides of the fence to help that's to gonna help pay uh that's gonna play um a key part in fixing this here. Yeah. You know, I don't think it'll ever be perfect, but it can get a lot better than what it is right now. And and and, and it takes it takes a village. Yeah. And right. the stuff that they're yeah. doing, like like the activities, like you definitely got to give these kids activities. I, I'm in I, I'm in total agreement with that. Yeah. But you also have to talk to them. They have to be able yeah. to understand that pain and suffering. They can they can they can take from a person that been through what they've been through, mm-hmm. than not than a person that they that, that hasn't been through what they've been through. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Right. Like. There's more relatability. Exactly. They right. can be, they can relate. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and they'll sit there and listen. They'll sit there and understand because they understand the ins and outs. For, exactly. Versus, exactly. Like for example, I would even put myself in that. Like I wouldn't understand. Like I could put myself yeah. in that position. I never had. But you could still sit there and talk to them. Right. But they they just they probably couldn't relate to. You. Exactly. And exactly. That, and that's and that's and that's where I think like Charles, you're saying like they're they're trying to fix the problem without. Or fix a problem like how you would fix something in the household. Like you gotta understand, like I'm the way I look at things. I respect real teachers, and I'm not disrespecting mm-hmm. you know our teachers out there. This is this is my perspective on things. Mm-hmm. For example, a real teacher to me is someone who practices what they preach. So for example, if I want to be a business owner, I'm not gonna take a class that how to open a business. I'm going to hang out with business owners because they're That's real right. teachers. That's right. right. They've, right. they've That's done right. this. They know where they mess up. Mm-hmm. They know where to do this, 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 and that, and the third. These are real teachers, and I like to surround myself with people that are real teachers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can write this down on a textbook. You can plan it out. You can be perfect on paper. Mm-hmm. But we all know in the real world, it's not perfect. Right. And we'll things go. are not going to we'll go. go out the way it seems. So I think we need, in for this example, real teachers to teach and educate and mentor these these kids versus and again no disrespect to our, our education or you know people right. it's putting things in a textbook putting this in a, a worksheet isn't going to work for these kids yeah it's not going to work because they don't respect that they respect this person walked the same shoes I did and I'm going to do what they say because at the end of the day they've been there they've done that now I want to play yeah. devil's advocate. So what what the administrators, um, the clinical people, sure, I like sure. to call them, what they'll say is that we're using evidence-based tools that is shown to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay? So these kids who went through XYZ, Program they, whatever, they didn't yeah. repeat and get in trouble. Uh-huh. Okay? That's what their argument will be. Which but you got to get them kids 
to that program. And, and, and that's where they're right, lacking. Right, you know, right. if you so, could get them into uh-huh. that program and teach them these skills, yeah. then I feel that that is effective. Oh, 100%. And the, the, it, I feel like it's effective because the numbers show that it's evidence-based for a reason. Right. Yeah. But it's the kids who are out there with them pistols on their hips. They're yeah. not, you're not getting them in these evidence-based classes. And, and, and if you are, right. it's not enough of them because there's way too much violence. So, yeah. so to, to yeah. your point. Way too much. To your point, let's just let's just make make up some numbers. Say you got a hundred troubled kids, right? And out of those hundred troubled kids, I can only get twenty of those troubled kids to actually enroll, right, into these classes. And out of those twenty kids, I got seventeen that aren't repeat offenders or don't go back into life, whatever. Yes, my statistics are going to look great. Ain't no question. But the problem is, is that I only contacted 17 out of 100 kids right right but the statistics to play devil advocate back to you charles is that the statistics may be skewed to a point of if i got 100 kids and only 20 of them are enrolling and 15 17 of them are succeeding Mm -hmm. of course my stats look good because i'm taking the best group out of those 100 kids and out of those kids that enroll i'm taking the best group out of those small group of kids right and the whole 80 other kids, 80% that actually need the guidance are never going to step foot into that classroom or that program or that summer program or what have you, right. because it comes back to what I, what I was saying, there's not enough real teachers in those mm. programs mm. to really have these kids really care mm. or give a crap yeah. about what's going on. You yeah, know what no, I'm saying? That's, that's and good, that's how man. I look at that's it. Cause I, uh-huh. Because I'm going to keep it real. If I, I play sports my whole life, if, if I'm taking instruction from a person who's never, I played baseball, who's never played baseball in their life, am I going to look at them and take what they're saying for fact? No. Never. I'm never going to do no, it. No. You know, they may be spitting facts. They may say this is the right way technically, yeah. but you've never done this. Exactly. You've never hit a baseball. You've never right. done that. Yeah. Why would I take for what you're saying yeah. as what I look at as a false teacher? No, for me, it doesn't make sense. Why would I follow you if you've never done what I've done before? Yeah. So, so, my my vision is that there has to be uh, a, a channel between prisoners who got their lives straight. Right. I mean, because I could see the administrator's argument that like some of these people are going to come out and they're going to play the system. Like they really don't care sure, about the course. kids and they yeah. just, they're just right. doing this here. But there are going to be some who really do care and you gotta you gotta give it a chance yeah. because right now um what's, what's, what, what's working? working what what is working right now nothing's working and that's the thing like you can't tell me oh this hasn't worked if you never tried it the fact of the matter is is that yeah there's gonna be people playing the system people play the system every day we see it every day mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is you can't use this over overarching statistic or pre uh, assumption to immediately be like it's never gonna work, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because giving I mean, up's not an option. Exa- well, for example, no. Charles, you're you're the prime example, man. You know, you've had a trouble past, whatever, and you built a business. Look how good you know, he's doing. And you wrote a book. You you have all these accolades and things. You're getting involved in the city. You're getting involved with the podcast. Like you're a prime example yeah. of what could be expanded upon. So you gotta have people with the same right frame of mind, the right that are legitimate, that really want it, 
and they want to change not only their lives but the lives of other people right. and and let's be real i mean the numbers aren't gonna aren't in their favor because the people that are coming out i don't, I don't know i don't know everybody that comes out but those people you may get one out of every 1000 that right. are like that but that doesn't mean you should discredit that one out of 1000 mm -hmm. and not give them an opportunity to lead mentor and change the track and trajectory. That's something we talked about last episode. Trajectory of someone's life, right? Yeah. Because it could take, you know, I mean, we not you and I may disagree on this. It could take that real conversation for a, from a real teacher to change the perspective of someone's mind, or the, at least the trajectory of where they're going. Yeah, and no, that's I, just my, I, yeah. that's my the way I no, look I, at I it. No, I understand you know? that, and I like we talked about that, and I think that is a seed. The that, seed, that, right? That could be planted. That mm -hmm. maybe it does change the trajectory. The trajectory, yeah, uh, of their life. But this is yeah. here's an idea. Um, if they made it attractive for people who got out of prison to come into this line of work, okay, if they made it attractive, like because if like the doors that were shut in my face, most people would have gave up and say, "Hey, man, yeah. I, you know, I, I ain't got time for this here." But if they made it attractive, like career attractive, so mm -hmm. so my point is like I know exactly we get we this. get we get there's people released from prison across the country uh, every, every day, day right? every day. So what I'm saying is if they made it attractive, that okay, if you can show um, a certain amount of time that you're out of prison and. You're successfully, uh, you know, walking off your Boy, parole or whatever, yeah. and you want to come into a training, a workshop with mm -hmm. people who were in the same boat as you, but now they have these clinical skills, yeah. and and you want to come into this here. Uh, we'll bring you into this program. Yeah. We'll pay you, and we're not going to pay you peanuts. You know, make so, it attractive. And I'm telling you, if you do that across the country. Of course. But let me, you, let me. You're giving them a chance. You the give them. And they're going to feel like yeah. they're part of something. Exactly. And once they see that they're starting to help someone, yeah. it does something to you. So let me, let me push back a little bit. Mm -hmm. All right. This is coming from, I've, I've never done time in my life. Why should a person who's never done, quote unquote, nothing wrong in their life have to give someone who's. Had maybe, maybe, maybe not had the same opportunity as everyone else. They're going to say, why should I give them a handout and make something attractive, pay them a good salary, get them in this program. Get this. Can I answer that? Yeah, go, go ahead. Because there's there. kids dying every day. That's why. And, and those same people will say, those people need to go ahead and change their mindset. I'm not saying that's what I believe. Yeah. I'm playing devil's advocate No, that's right what now. they'll say. You know, they'll and, say, and, and they be will like, say that. But you know what? They'll say that until it's their kid. Of course, and of then course. everything changes. Every everything yeah. is easy to say. Well, you should have done this until it hits at home. Yeah, like you hear it. You hear it. All, I'm sure you heard it all the time when you're listening on the news. That oh well, you hear the opposite side or whatever side go. Oh, this is crazy. This is that. Oh, these people really need to get their stuff together until it's their nephew, their niece, yeah. their son, their yeah. cousin, whatever, and be like, well, it's really not like that because of this, this, and that circumstance. Yeah. But no, all, you're, you're, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. I, I understand that. And that's what's happening. Of course. Like, what you're saying is what's happening. They're like, why should we give these people who made a mistake in life an opportunity, yeah. a, a handsome opportunity? Right. Why should we do that for them? 
But it, it comes down to, do you want to rebuild society? Do you want society to work? Do you want it to be um, productive? You know, do you want to build your community up? Or are you worried about giving someone who made a mistake uh, a good opportunity? I hear you. You know, that, that yeah. <laughs> to no, me, like, I, that's I, a no-brainer. I, I hear that's, you. It's and, a no-brainer. But yeah. yet, we're stuck we on that stuck. point right yeah. there. Because it's we're the battle. Because then it comes not only, uh, like, socially, it becomes economically. And, you know, once money gets involved, money... Is you the root of all evil, whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? But now they're gonna be like, Well, how am I gonna pay for that? How am I gonna do this? You know, why should I pay money that are in my taxes, not only to support the prison system, now I gotta go support them outside of jail, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. And like I said, I'm not saying that I believe this, these people are gonna say that. These are gonna be arguments posed. And yeah. if these are things that are being posed, we need to have a solution. Because I'm a prime example. Don't say don't go ahead and be like problem, 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 problem. If we don't have solutions, so you got to make it applicable to have a real solution in place. Because we can say you're on paper, your 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 solution sounds flawless. Heck yeah! I mean, if I made a mistake and I can have an opportunity to make decent a decent yeah. living, mm-hmm. of course. But mm-hmm. now we point out a problem, we came up with a solution. But how do we apply the solutions? Is the real question and the real problem at hand. But. That's another conversation. For that another is. Day. That's another show. But, and, but, but let me say this here: millions and millions of dollars gets um, funded for, for 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 these type of yeah. situations, and most of the time, the money is going into programming. Um, You're right. Yeah. Like stuff that is not really hitting the core. Doesn't have the same. It's return not hitting on the investment. core. Yeah. And then you know, um, you know, they'll they'll hire. Uh, uh, a psychiatrist or someone to come in and 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 and, and talk to the to the kid. And that's and that's and my point. He'll be yeah. paid. He'll be paid uh, handsomely. for handsomely yeah. for 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 talking to the kids. But yeah. whatever they've been doing with these millions and millions of dollars that get sent down the pipeline for these type mm-hmm. of problems, it's not working. It's not working at all. It's not right. working. And we all, I mean, we all see it. Because and, and, and what kills me is the, the federal government just keeps giving them the money. Oh, yeah, know? man. Write-offs yeah. and tax benefits and, yeah. and saying you did the right thing. You can have a politician, congressman, woman being like, look, well, I donated all this money to such and such, this and that. You know what I mean? But, again, I think we're getting a little off topic. We're getting yeah, more yeah. Into, well, but let, let me bring it back to this ahead. here, man. Let me bring it back to this here. So, um... I think in last week's show, uh, we kind of asked um, Pudge the same question. And his, his answer was he would talk to his younger brother and embed, embed uh, these good qualities in his head. Like he would just yeah. keep, he, 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 he admit that he just couldn't say it to him one time. That he would constantly, constantly have to be on him. And I think... I think Sabor is saying the same thing too. Like you, mm-hmm. you, and, and and I think that's like the, the 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 common answer. But I think that's the one that makes sense. That you it's, have to continuously keep educating them. Yeah. Um, I think prison one on one should be a, a a course in 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 school. I think kids should have to learn about prison in mm-hmm. school so that they understand the whole picture of what it is yeah. when you commit a crime. Yeah. Like what you're, what the you're problem, looking what at, the real consequence. Because, 
uh, this is a question for you. You just left in January four or five months ago. The 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 what what prison were you at? Me? Yeah. Rockview. 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 Okay. So at Rockview, um, you you seen what what would you say? Who are who's the who's the most uh, dominant population of people coming into prison? Is it young people, young. old people, young. or it's young? Definitely, well, definitely okay. young. Okay. Uh, describe young. What age group? 18 to 24, uh, 25 uh, to 30, 30 to 35? Um, Give me uh, an example. Yeah, uh, I'd say 20 to 28. Wow, so that's yeah. young, young. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's how old I am. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I yeah. that and what, what would you yeah. say their vibe is like? Like the people who are coming in prison, they these young boys, do you think that they, they don't, don't give a shit? They don't have a care in the world. They don't have a care in the world. Ain't that crazy? They don't have a care in the world. Yeah. And and that's consistent with what um our last guest one hundred percent yeah. Don't have a care in so the world. now, now do those people that walk in with not a care in the world do they get level set real quick? Is it something that I don't know? Like you know they think they're a hot shot. I did this. I was this person outside. Now I'm inside. Do they get humbled? Do they get level yeah. set quick? Yeah, because and, um they don't have the uh they don't have the weapons that they had on the street. Mm. Like in our time. When we was young in the eighties, you had to you had to not hold your hands. These young guys, they don't they don't do that. They go straight to the like so yeah. when they're when they're in prison, like if they don't got no gun, if they if they fathers or they uncles or, or older brothers ain't teach them how to fight, mm-hmm. well they're, they're yeah chop. Yeah. So they ain't, they ain't trying to bang each other with the with the uh, with the sink. Uh, knobs that come out. No, that's they, they, they changed all that. Oh, they changed. They got all the that? um. Yeah, they don't got the rods, the long rods that come out no more. They got this thing where you, it's a sensor that you push it. Okay. And then the water comes down. But I'm, push, I'm, I'm, it, I'm, I'm sure they found another way to make a shank. Oh right? yeah, they was uh, they was, uh, they do uh, they call it slashing. They put melt the, the razors on the on the toothbrush. Okay. Mm. You might find you might find some real steel somewhere and they sharpen it up, but it's not like plentiful like it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not plentiful like cause what they do, they they shake that thing down. They shake each block down twice a year. They'll lock the whole block down and shake the whole block down. Mm-hmm. They'll do it say so they'll do a block January. Mm-hmm. They might do it again six months from now before that year is out. Right. It's going to get shook down again. Right. Now, I know when we were at Rockview together in the 90s, it was one big yard. Okay. It's I, I know it's like when I left in 2002, they started even the kitchen. Yeah. The kitchen used to be one big kitchen. It's sectioned off two and, 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 and three chows. They did that to um, be able to get control. If yeah, fight, if you was there when they had that, 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 um, that ride in there, right? No. No, I missed that. Yeah, they they, they that. had a, they had a um they had a ride in there. That's why they sectioned that off. Okay, I was in the chow hall eating at the time. Yeah, uh, fishes. They 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 sectioned that thing off after that because all the inmates that was involved it was the, it was the, it was the Latin Kings against the Nietas. Yeah, two gangs going yeah. at each other, and the guards. You know how the guards used to be in the chow hall. Mm-hmm. With us, they'd be in each section by the doors and all that. That way, if something did kick off, they could lock the doors real quick. Yeah. Well, when that thing kicked off, I had both my eyes, then I could see at the time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. When when that thing kicked off, there was probably about 40 inmates involved in that. They were stabbing each other in the head. Locks and socks, they banging each other yeah, out. That's crazy. And uh, the guards ran out and locked us inside the chow hall and let them go at it. But there was one lieutenant that was running around, a little Lieutenant Nett. He retired before I came home. But um, he was the only one inside there, the only guard that was inside there that was actually trying to grab people. And stop it. And stop the situation. Okay, well, that was our two-minute horn that just went off. So um, we got uh, we got about two minutes left here. I think we, I think we had a really good conversation. Yeah, man. We went, I mean, we went off a yeah. little topic, but it was just... You know, it almost shows truly how organic it is, man. We just went off the top, and it was just... Yeah. I mean, I learned a lot. It's a lot of insight, man, and it's just... I know we brainstormed some some topics. We had you come in and, and put your input on what you think needs to change and what you would say to yourself, and, it, and I, I thank you for your work. I, I appreciate y'all for inviting me. Yeah, yeah man. Thank I, I, I want to, you know, just second that and, you know... Appreciate you for coming. We definitely gonna bring him back. Yeah, you know yeah. We'll, we'll definitely Love bring you guy. back, man. Yeah. We'll, we'll definitely, definitely be back. You know, um, because we want to just we want to we want to talk about what's going on and talk about some solutions. But we want to bring relevance. We, to yeah, it, we want right? to bring. We yeah. want to we want to see change, and yeah. you know, we we want to figure out what what that takes. Um, so uh, we we got some things that we're working on, um, and. Uh, you know, hopefully uh, we, we can make a difference. But I know if there's somebody out there listening right now, like a parent or, you know, maybe a young person. I, I've been, like, getting a lot of young people to tune into the show. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely meat here yeah. uh, for a person who um, might not understand what, what prison's like. And, yeah. you know, I think we paint a picture um, to, to kind of show them that, look, man, you know, smart people learn from other people's mistakes. Exactly. You know, so you we're hoping that there's some smart people out there that will learn from the mistakes that me and you already made. Do your time, come home, and you can live a, 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 a productive life. Right. And, you know? and for the people who haven't been to prison, listen, man, that's that's a dead end. You know? Yeah. That's a dead end, and it's a lot of um, wasted time. Yeah. You know, so so we're, we're trying to um, we're trying to stop that. All right. For sure. Um, you, sure. you got any closing remarks, Jay? No, I mean, other than just keep supporting us, share, uh, put your notifications on. Uh, we appreciate any support. Have any questions, comments, concerns, you can reach us out. Or reach, reach out to us, uh, realitycheckproject.com. Uh, socials and things of like that will be on the website. We appreciate everyone that's returned listeners, and uh, uh, that's all I have to say. Uh, thanks, Thank you again for being here. We appreciate it, and, and the conversation was awesome, and uh, looking forward to having you back uh, in the near future sure. sometime. So, okay. Um, appreciate you. Got any closing? Re- you got any closing remarks you want to say, support? Yeah. Any shout out? Appreciate y'all guys uh, having me here. Shout out to uh, all family members, you know, and friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank y'all again for having me. And um, whenever y'all invite me back, I'm, I'll be more than willing and welcome. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. No, that's good, man. All right, so um, that's all we have for today. Uh, So we're signing off. Uh, Everybody enjoy your weekend and God bless.